0: My name's Eileen Townsend, and I'm the editor of the Northern Lager and Timber Processor, a trade magazine for the forest products industry that's based out of the Adirondack Mountains in New York State. And I'm talking to you right now from the Northern Lager offices in Old Forge, New York. It's a beautiful day in September, the weather's a little bit cooler, but it's just one of those perfect northeastern days. And uh, I, I just got back from a round trip to Escanaba Michigan which is in the upper peninsula of Michigan and it's where they hold every other year the Great Lakes Logging Expo and this is a big show that draws people from all over the Midwest Uh, I met several people that were there from Missouri a lot from Wisconsin obviously Michigan and uh, it takes place in a really beautiful area of the United States I always enjoy going out there and seeing some of our Midwestern readers and, you know, we set up, we have our booth, people come by and talk to me, but I also like to go wander around the show and uh, and see, you know, where people are coming from, if they work in the woods, uh, how they work, what they're doing, if they work for the equipment companies, uh, you know, what they're what they're offering at the expo. And uh, this year I was joined by Emily Townsend, who is not my sister, uh, but we do have the same last name, and she is the audio editor of this podcast, and you might have seen her name freelancing for the Northern Logger magazine. She's from Michigan, uh, so so we went out and spoke with a bunch of people that were attending the expo, and we, you know, got some fair food, and... We saw a log loader competition and uh, just generally had a really good time. So uh, here are a few of our conversations from the Great Lakes Logging Expo. We spoke with Mike Monte, who, if you're a reader of the Northern Logger Magazine, you've definitely seen Mike's name. He is from Crandon, Wisconsin and he's a frequent contributor on all things Wisconsin. He's got an an article in our upcoming issue about a historic sawmill. Uh, You know, Mike's just a great guy, and I love joking with him whenever I'm out in the Midwest. Okay, Mike, how's it going?
1: (laughs) It's very tiring going all over. That's why they gave me a golf cart. I'm yeah, you really
0: to. lucked out with this golf cart.
1: I'm getting too old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what's your uh, highlight of the day today?
1: Well, other than seeing you.
0: Oh, uh, oh. Thank you, Mace. <laughs>
1: you're going to tell a lie, tell a big one. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was always told. Um, I don't know. It's it's quite a nice big show. Um We've run into a lot of people we know that we, mm-hmm. you know, some we dealt, did business with back when we were logging and some people I've done stories on in your magazine and right. the TPA magazine and yeah. um, touch base again. And so it's, it's a good time. Most of the people here have roots in the Northeast really. Really? Well, yeah. timber industry moved from right. the Northeast when they cut all the trees there, they, Ended up in the Midwest. Great. Right. That's well, where all the early mill people came from. But aren't your
0: people from Kentucky originally? Some
1: of them. Where yeah. my granddad was.
0: And they were logging down there.
1: Not really. Oh. When by the time granddad came along, it, it, everything was logged off that you could it was level enough to block on. Right. That's why they went they up, to up to northern to Wisconsin, Wisconsin, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of the the big mill people who Mm -hmm. had roots in the in the northeast and when you cut all the trees you have to leave because there wasn't any managed forest plans back then you cut it all hopefully sold to some poor guy that thought he was going to make a farm out of the stumps and rocks and found out that it wasn't necessarily that easy some did though but a lot of stuff um, (coughs) as a logger I remember cutting timber and finding a clearing with uh, lilac bushes and apple trees, that meant somebody had the dream of making a farm there at one time, but right. it didn't work. Yeah, so It was better for timber land than it was for farmland. Right. But uh, most of the timber industry in this in the Midwest, the Lake States, a, a big portion of it had its start in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. You know, Cool.
0: And Linda, how's the show going for you? I'm enjoying it. Yeah. What uh, what sort of activities are there for uh, women who are attending? <laughs> so
2: I'd say that I'd now. say that most of the women are in the business, mm-hmm. either through marriage or through family, mm-hmm. and so there's right. plenty for them to look at and and say, no, no, we can't afford that.
0: Yeah.
1: How about
2: any sporting events? Oh well,
1: I always enjoy watching the uh, um, bowling ball or the bowling pin.
0: I spoke with a father and son who were watching a Komatsu log loader competition. About what they were doing at the expo, he's
3: loaded one of those already. Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. I bet you could handle it.
3: He yeah. wants to run the skid steer.
0: I already can. You have oh, you already can?
3: Yeah, you ran the skid steer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, what's your name?
3: Linwood. Linwood? Yeah.
0: And what, what brings you here today?
3: Uh, connections of just family and people you, and the logging world.
0: Do you work for an equipment company or are you a logger? I'm a logger. Okay. And are you in the UP?
3: I'm in Wisconsin. Okay. So
0: not too far away. No. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, what's uh, besides the reunion, seeing people you know, um, what's been exciting for you at this show?
3: All oh, it's probably the new technologies and the thing that are out there that. Are- and if we can have Alex Johnson, um, fourth place winner, please come up. Well, I don't know, just seeing what's new. Yeah. My equipment's old, so it's great to have new stuff.
0: And are you fully mechanized? or? I'm fully
3: mechanized. Okay. So.
0: And do you do the cut to length? Or? I do the cut to length, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does that work well for, it? Do you, do you find that there's a lot of people in your area that have the cut to length?
3: Yeah, there is. Okay. Um, I'm a second generation in our area logger, okay. so um, my dad started the business in 85 and we were like one of the first mechanized in our area so
0: what part of wisconsin
3: the hayward area kind
0: of know where that is yeah <laughs> um so what made you want to make the switch
3: to mechanized, mechanized. Uh, it's a lot safer for the personnel on the ground and it's not as much equipment on the ground mm-hmm. and a little less impact as far as land wise and stuff like that so and a lot easier to find one operator than it is to find five operators. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. So. so, what do you think is different about logging in the in the Midwest than elsewhere in the country?
3: Uh, I think we have uh, different seasons, like you know, where we're dealing with freeze ups and where it actually.
1: Okay, Which so gives us kind of the four man's top, I guess. So, <laughs> in the
3: so I we'll I would say that's one, the one of the differences we would have from the and south. And
4: then yeah. But then another thing from the at. south
3: is it's a different uh, fiber, I think Otherwise it is is what the mills claim available. is a different yeah. fiber, so it's a higher quality. So for your papers and your uh, different things like uh, okay, OSB and third
0: place.
1: Yeah. smart sightings and stuff like that.
3: So
0: are you going to enter the forwarder competition? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next I, year?
3: <laughs> no, I run a harvester. OK. So, I, yeah. Uh,
0: but your son's ready to enter
1: it. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK, now we can do Aaron Yoder.
0: I talked to a guy that says that he comes to the expos to see people and make connections each year and that it's nice to get out of the woods and do something a little bit more social.
4: So I went to work in the woods and fell in love with it. So.
0: Yeah, and you're still here? Anybody
4: that does it for 32 years loves it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, did you grow up in the woods?
4: No, more farming. Okay. But, uh, you know, always worked, always played in the woods and, and peeled popple and stuff like that, but more farming when I grew up.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. Do you all have a, a long mud season around here?
4: Yeah, higher up here than down down in that area where the storm is, it's more sand, so it goes oh, quicker. okay. But yeah. this, this area is more clay, so it lasts a little longer.
0: Yeah, great. Right.
4: And there's been a lot of rain lately, so we're dealing with mud every day, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, cool. We're push and pull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Emily, did you have any other questions? Oh, how are you going to celebrate here?
4: Uh, I don't drink, so I'll probably just look around and get something to eat go home
0: <laughs> cool. sounds good my, yeah my daughters like are good.
4: waiting for me so
0: oh yeah yep. did they like to come up here or
4: are they yeah they come up here a couple times with me but today they didn't want to come they had uh, they were reading and playing and they're they're young yet 9 14 and 16 so
0: oh great okay yeah and
4: one of them' is named Emily so oh,
0: wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they not they're not so into the big equipment
4: yeah, like I said, a couple times they came. They they don't mind seeing it, but Great. they get bored quick and they know that I stop and talk to people and then <laughs> they get really bored. And,
0: totally? So, yeah.
4: Yeah? <laughs> cool. And they were just up here a couple weeks ago for the fair. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, they've
0: been around. Yeah. I talked to Henry Scheinebeck, who is uh, the guy that's kind of behind the whole show. He's the director of the Great Lakes uh, Timber Producers Association. Uh, the GLTPA and they're who put on the expo and Henry is always an inspiration to me he said working the show which is a very long day for him is just like another day in the office he always enjoys it. Uh, So uh, I'm here with Henry Scheinebeck and uh, it's on the third day of the Great Lakes Logging Expo Uh, so how's the show been so far for you?
2: Uh, we think very good when the vendors are happy we're happy yeah and it seems like attendance was good uh, weather was good just a little bit of rain but it's been a yeah a really great event out. yeah
0: yeah so did you attend any parties last night
2: sure absolutely <laughs> you have to do that you know yeah, people right. expect us to go do those kind did of things did you make
0: all the rounds
2: uh to everyone i could yeah oh, you know it's usually 6:30 before i actually get down here getting right. people out we don't want to yeah, not let people finish their business and stuff and then make their own and yeah. get the thing locked up and whatever But uh, yeah, we were, we were able to get out to a few last night.
0: And uh, how, how do you feel like the the mood is in the industry right now in the Midwest?
2: It's it's mixed, you know, I mean, we've had some major uh, storm uh, damage and Of course when there's such a supply of wood that brings the price down a little bit So it's a little right. bit mixed, but uh, Altogether, as long as we can keep our industry and have some place to go with the wood that we're growing, I think we'll be fine. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. sounds good. Well, uh, so you're wrapping up in a couple hours, and uh, then you've got to pack everybody up and go home.
2: It's amazing, it takes us three to four days to get this thing set up, and by six o'clock tonight, it <laughs> will be empty. It will be done, yeah, yeah
0: that's how our show is, yeah. too. Yeah, so uh, it uh, you know, or do you have a vacation planned for after? Uh, no. <laughs>
2: nope. Just go back to work on Monday and keep doing the things we always do. So right. these things don't seem to wear me out. This is like another day at the office. And yeah. being a former logger, uh, days are always long anyhow. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. It's, it's And it's fun.
0: Yeah. It's a
2: cool. lot of fun seeing people be happy and participating and getting together and talking things over. It's a lot of fun.
0: Definitely. Well, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening, and keep an eye on your mailboxes for the October issue of our magazine. Uh, It's our sawmill issue, so we've got lots of great coverage of uh, sawmills all over the region, as well as some historical articles that I think are really interesting. And uh, I had a good time putting it together, and hope you have a good time reading it. Thanks! Now we're going to have a message from our sponsor, John Deere. Thanks to John Deere for supporting the Northern Logger podcast. To find success in the forest, you can wait for the perfect set of conditions or give yourself every advantage to create your own. As the worldwide leader in forestry, John Deere is best equipped to provide those advantages with productive machines, innovative technology, useful insights, and dependable support. The obstacles to success are many. Look to John Deere to help you outrun them all.